I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, August 16th. I hope you're having a great day. And uh, we have been so thrilled to see what God has done so far this week. And uh, it's been a wonderful start to the week for us. I hope it's been a great week for you. And we welcome you today, those listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Those that are listening on the radio app, those on the podcast today, we welcome you. And then those of you who are watching us on Facebook, we're glad to have you. And uh, I hope that uh, you're smiling. We're trying to smile over here because the Lord's been good. And I hope that uh, the, uh, the joy of the Lord comes through on this broadcast. That's our desire. Uh, because God has been so good. And then those who are watching on YouTube today, we welcome you and thank you so much for joining us. We had yesterday, uh, of course, we told you about it. Yesterday was the first day of uh, VCA, Victory Christian Academy. We had a great day. It was a half a day. Uh, today is our second day, but today is our first full day of the year. And so we got to off to a good start. And yesterday was so exciting. There was so much going on. And then today, uh, everything seemed to be going smoothly. I got to go by this morning and took my girls to school and got to just uh, spend a few minutes there. And we are so blessed. That was really the the thought that just overwhelmed me today is just how blessed we are to have so many uh, wonderful teachers and staff members at our school and wonderful uh, students and parents and God has been so good. And I might add, we had a perfect, perfect weather this morning. I mean, you couldn't beat it. Uh, it was uh, just beautiful. We had a little bit of rain yesterday, but today it's just been perfect and uh, we're thankful for what the Lord has done there. Last night, we had our parent orientation for Victory Christian Academy, and it was a great crowd in the auditorium, and a good spirit, and I feel like we've got some uh, some students and some parents that uh, are very thankful for a Christian education, and I hope you'll be in prayer for a great school year. Well, we're looking forward to a great day today. Of course, tomorrow night is our midweek service, prayer meeting, Bible study. Uh, we're starting up Master Clubs tomorrow night. We'll be back in our Revelation series, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful time. Teens on Target will be meeting, and uh, it'll be a great day tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday today to Wanda Marshburn. Uh, happy birthday to Macy Price. Hope you folks have a great day today. And then a happy anniversary to Hubert and Becky Allen. And then Tommy and Debbie Francis. Happy anniversary. I hope it's a wonderful day for you. Let's pray for our church. Uh, pray for our school. I hope every day. I hope you pray for uh, our ministries. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country. Pray for revival uh, for this nation. Pray that God would turn things around. You say, well, Pastor, I watch the news and things are not always good on the news. Well, of course not. What were you expecting on the news? Uh, but when you get in God's Word and you get on your knees, uh, that's when you start to see things from a different perspective. And I'm glad as long as God is in the picture, I'm glad there's always hope. And uh, he's still on the throne and he is still in control. Hallelujah for that. Here's a song I want you to hear today. This is the Tharp Trio. Uh, three brothers 
They're all preachers, and they all can sing. And I hope you'll enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 127. Amen for that. I hope that uh, once you start out following Jesus, hope you just keep on following. And uh, you know, there's nothing in this world to go back to anyway. I like what uh, uh, Peter said when uh, all the others, it seemed like they were forsaking Jesus and they were uh, going off. And so Jesus asked Peter, he said, Peter, he said, will you also go away? 
And Peter said this, he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of life. And I want to say, where are you going to go when you get away from Jesus? You leave the truth. You leave uh, the promises. You leave the blessings. You, live, you, you leave everything. Uh, you leave everything good anyway. And uh, one of these days, you will find out if you leave Jesus. One of these days, you'll find out that you had everything you ever wanted and you left it. And uh, I hope that we'll just keep on following Jesus. Psalm 127. Uh, we started this yesterday. Except the Lord, or unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Uh, if you don't have the Lord in your life, if you don't have the Lord in your family, uh, you're wasting your time. You say, but I can do a lot of good stuff. Maybe you can, but without the Lord, uh, your, your efforts, uh, they won't amount to anything of eternal value. Uh, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. I like the passage in 1 Corinthians. The Bible says, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. But here we see, if you are laboring without the Lord, your labor is in vain. And then it goes on to say this, except the Lord keep, or except the Lord guard the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Or literally what that is saying is, uh, you as a, a guard, maybe if you've ever been on security or patrol or whatever, uh, you can stay up all night long. You can keep those eyes open you can drink coffee and drink soda and you can have toothpicks, you know, propping up your eyelids. You can do all of that, but you are wasting your time if you don't have the help of God in guarding or in protecting. Uh, we're talking about a family. Now, we're talking about a marriage. We're talking about a relationship. We're talking about uh, uh, really anything uh, that is spiritual. Uh, really anything that, that matters, anything that is important in life, you must have God who helps you. Uh, I, when I think about uh, watching uh, all night long and you still, you, know, you waste your time, I think about a soccer game. Now, I personally, I love soccer. Uh, I don't watch it uh, really anymore. Every once in a while, I'll catch some highlights. Uh, I don't play it anymore. I used to play it. But I think I love it so much because my dad was a soccer coach. And as a boy, I'd go and I'd watch the team and I'd be the ball boy. And I just thought that was the coolest thing, just to be at the game and uh, just to watch the players. But, you know, it is true. And I've heard people say this about soccer. It, and it is true. I'll, I'll, I'll hand it to you. That there are some soccer matches where you can watch the entire game. Now, here's a trivia question. You know how long a soccer game lasts? 90 minutes, 45-minute halves. You can watch an entire game and nobody scores. Or here's a better one. You can watch an entire game, 90 minutes, and if there's uh, injury timeouts or if there's extra time uh, or if it's overtime, it could be longer. You could watch an entire 90 minutes. You could turn your head for two seconds and you could miss the only goal of the game. Uh, I remember uh, watching the soccer games when I was uh, would go with my dad and I'd be the ball boy. So I had to be watching. I had to be pay attention. But you know, some of the fans, uh, they'd go over to the snack shop, get a bag of popcorn, or they'd go over to the snack shop, get a drink. They'd come back and say, what did I miss? Well, you missed the only goal of the game because it happened in the two minutes you were gone. And so here's what I'm saying is that you can do everything. You can try to have your life in order. You can have all your ducks in a row. You can say, I've got everything under control. 
But I want to tell you, unless the Lord is the one who is protecting you, unless the Lord is the one who is guarding your life and and, and keeping watch over you, you are wasting your time. The watchmen, we don't have those really as much today. Obviously, there's law enforcement and there may be security for businesses and things. But in Bible days, the people would go to sleep at night and there would be watchmen who would be positioned on the wall of the city. And if an enemy were coming or, or if danger were coming, those watchmen, uh, they would sound the alarm. They would blow the trumpet and the, the sound that they made would determine what the reaction should be of the people. Well, can you imagine how awful it would be to be that watchman and you fall asleep? But yet God says this, even if you as a watchman, even if you stay awake all night, you're still not going to have protection unless the Lord is protecting you. Notice verse 2, it goes on to say, it is vain or or it it is wasteful for you to rise up early. Now, there's nothing wrong with getting up early. It says it's vain to rise up early or to sit up late or to eat the bread of sorrows. Now, here's what it's saying. It's it's foolish for you to think that you're going to get up early, you're going to stay up late, you're going to put in the work, you're going to do all of that, and you're going to leave God out of the equation. You see, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain to build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. I like the end of verse 2. It says, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So if somebody's going to stay up all night to watch over you and protect you, well, I got news for you. God never slumbers. He never sleeps. You remember we saw that in Psalm 121. So if God's already staying up all night, if he's already going to watch out, if he's already going to take care of you, if he's already going to protect you, there's no need for you and God to stay up all night. Why don't you go to sleep? Why don't you just trust God? Why don't you just say, and I know it's easier said than done. It's easy to say it when it's somebody else, but why don't you just trust the Lord? Why don't you just try to rest in the peace of God to know that he's got everything under control? If you are saved, you know Jesus Christ is your Savior. You know that heaven is your home. If you know that you're right with God, you're doing your best to live for God, there's nothing in your life that you know of between you and God, then you can have peace. You can go to sleep at night. You can just put your life and place your life in God's hands and you can trust Him. Uh, enjoy the peace of God. Uh, Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. We see the first part, we see how that Jesus is the answer. But secondly, I want you to see the emphasis on children. We won't finish up with this today. We'll we'll get into it, but we won't finish it. But it says in verse 3, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. It's almost like God's talking about you want to build a home, you got to have God in your home. You want to protect your home, you want to protect your family, you've got to have the protection of God. And then we get to verse 3, it talks about children. Now, you can get up early and stay up late, and you can do all of this stuff, but at the end of the day, you've got to pray that God will bless your children. You've got to pray that God will be the one to guide and direct your children. It says children are an heritage of the Lord. Now, that word heritage is an inheritance. They are a blessing. They are a treasure. And children are a blessing from God. Don't ever forget where your children came from. They came from God. It is God that blessed you. It is God that entrusted you with your children. Uh, I love that passage in 1 Samuel where it talks about Hannah. 
uh, how Hannah prayed for a child and then God blessed her with that child, Samuel, and she brought that child and gave that child back to God. Well, why did she do that? Because she said, God's the one that gave me this child to begin with. This child belongs to God. God has entrusted me with this child and I want this child to live a life to bring honor and glory to God. That ought to be our desire for our children. Uh, we, we ought to say, you know, these children have been entrusted in our care, uh, but we're not owners. We are stewards. We have these children that God has placed in our care so that we can teach them, we can train them, so we can nurture them, so that we can raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Children are in heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Uh, what a blessing our children are. And I know sometimes it's easy to get frustrated. Now, you grandparents that are listening, you have forgotten all about it, right? Because the grandchildren, they're just nothing but good. They're nothing but a blessing. Uh, you just spoil them and send them home, right? Give them all the sugar and all the junk food, uh, give them everything they want, and then send them home and let the parents take care of them. But maybe for some of you parents that are listening, you say, my, my children, they're driving me crazy. I feel like they don't listen. I feel like this, I feel like that. Well, I'm glad that God's patient with us. I'm glad that our Heavenly Father is patient with us and may God help us to be patient with our children. But then I hope we view children not as uh, a punishment, but I hope we view children as a blessing. And if you have a child or if you have children, uh, thank God for those children. Do your best to teach and to train those children in the way that they should go. God's entrusted you with those children. Let's not use our children for our benefit but let's use our children so that they might bring honor and glory to God and so that our children uh, might be something that God has given to us, but then we give back to the Lord. I hope that helped you today and uh, we'll continue in Psalm 127 tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you and have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.